Hale Varsity Radio every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hale Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hale Varsity Radio. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Welcome back to Hurt at Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. We are live on AM590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. You can join the show on the War Horse Sportsbook hotline, 888-638-4876. We have a... Frankly, pretty jam-packed show for you here today. Uh, at 8 o'clock, we kick things off with Kurt Whaler from the uh, Florida State website with the with the Rivals Network, uh, the Osceola. That is to preview uh, Florida State and Louisville this weekend. Uh, coming up at 8.30, we will talk to Kelly O'Connor. Uh, that's an assistant volleyball coach for Omaha. They start off their NCAA tournament journey tonight. Good for them. They are the only of the Nebraska teams that play tonight. Creighton and Nebraska both play tomorrow uh, as it's already December and that makes me sad. Um, just it's It just has gone by too fast. I like December in general. Christmas is fun. It's not about that. It's just it's, I, it's almost like Robbie's looking out like the fake window that has the rainwater yes, flowing down. Yeah, it's just like where did and the, the song in the back? All but <laughs> it's like where did all the time go? Uh, it feels like we were, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm just getting old. I think uh, coming up at eight forty-five, we'll talk to our guy Brian Edwards. See if we can make a little money this weekend. Nine o'clock, we've got our regular guy Michael Brunts from Husker twenty-four-seven. And then we will wrap up the show with some pro football talk with Hub Arkish. He is the executive editor for Pro Football Weekly. He's also a sideline reporter for Westwood One. So he will get us covered on the NFL. That's the show. It's super busy today. So that means we have to get in the things we want to talk about right now because we were talking transfer portal QBs. We were talking about how Matt Rule didn't necessarily seem like he wanted to pay one of those guys. Well, here's how I took it. You tell me how you took it, okay? I took it as he'll do what he needs to do, but he doesn't love the state of college football in general. And it kind of goes to the thing I just talked about of people going and picking guys off of other people's rosters that are, are not in the transfer portal. Um, it seemed like that was his biggest source of frustration. But I, I do think he maybe doesn't love the fact that there is a there's an incentive to not go through the development process with quarterbacks, both from the quarterback side and from the coaching side, right? From a quarterback, you're a freshman, you don't play. It's really easy to hop in the portal and be like, I'm going somewhere else, right? We talk about it with a guy from around here. And, again, not in the portal. Don't know if he's going in the portal. We talk about it a lot with a guy like Zane Flores, where they're like, "Oh, he didn't. He didn't play as a freshman at Oklahoma State. They played three different quarterbacks. Why? Why would he stick around?" 
It's like, yeah, I get your point, right? If he's pretty clearly behind two or three young guys on the jet depth chart, it's like, yeah, maybe that's not the best uh, path forward for him. But I also think that Coach Rule was kind of hinting at the situation where coaches don't really want to commit to developing quarterbacks mm-hmm. because they need the quick answer, they need the quick fix, they want the one-year turnaround like he was talking about. And it seems like a lot of guys don't want to go through that development process either. I think that's why he has a soft spot for a Chubba Purdy. I think that's why he has a soft spot for a Heinrich Harburg, even though Chubba is a transfer. He came here knowing he wasn't the starter. And, and he stayed knowing and he, he stayed. wasn't the starter. And he stayed knowing he wasn't the starter. And, and you got a guy like Heinrich Harburg, who he brings up yesterday, wasn't even allowed in quarterback meetings last year. That's wild. Like, I get not thinking a guy's going to ever be able to play for you, but you don't let him in the position meetings of the position he plays? Like, that's crazy. So I think there's that's part of it. I think he doesn't want to cast kids aside. Mm-hmm. And I think that is kind of the root of – his concern about the situation. It's not really about the money. I think he knows if he goes to 1890 and he's like, hey, I need $1.25 million so I can go sign Grayson McCall from Coastal Carolina so we can go win eight games next year. I think that check gets written in about 0.2 seconds flat. What I think it's more about for him is we don't want to be a program that discards people. The desire to develop is a huge point to bring up as to why I think his tone of voice was the way it was when he said what he said yesterday. Mm-hmm. Not to say that he didn't he wasn't going to do it. It just seemed like he was uncomfortable in doing so and the reason for that was yes, one piece there. The second, yes, the quick fixes, he's not a huge fan of. No. But in the world we live in today, there's so much pressure to succeed right away that sometimes you just need that quick fix Mm -hmm. because of – I mean, you have the barbarians at the gate. You have have fans. Whether you're a really good football team that wins constantly or one that hasn't won in a long time, at the gates. Mm -hmm. They want to win every year. So in order to win every year, what do you have to do? They don't want to wait. Yeah. And so that's why you go attack the transfer portal to get that quick fix right away. But the other point I wanted to say is this. Rule is such a chess player, mm-hmm. and he, he's strategic with all of his moves. So the reason I also felt he was uncomfortable with saying what he said, even though it was the truth, is you better be sure, one, the player is worth the investment, mm-hmm. and two, there's a commitment to that investment. Yes. Because you're not going to bring in somebody for $1.5 million and him not start. Yeah. You're not going to do that. No. He has to be your starter. And you know what? If you if you shift midway through the season because he didn't pan out, well, now you have to live with the consequences. And those are the things that Rule thinks mm-hmm. about. Yeah. He doesn't just say, hey, we have the money, throw it at him. It's like, no, we have the money, but let's be smart with the let's money. Let's choose the right guy. And so – Because he just experienced it with Jeff Sims, even though he's a great locker room guy, as we heard yesterday. From a quarterback standpoint, it wasn't the right guy. Now, I can't imagine Jeff Sims making a million dollars. No, but still, I'm sure they made a commitment to him financially, whatever it was, and with the expectation that he'd be the starter. So you have to be careful with that situation. But with all of that being said, you have to make a move. Yeah. You have to throw money at the wall and and hope it sticks. You just have to because that's that's the game today. Mm -hmm. Either, Either play the game or get out. And, you, and they'll play the game. Yeah. But you, you have to just make the move. 
I don't know how much NIL money Nebraska has at their disposal, but I know it's a lot. Sure, I know they have a ton of money that they can throw around I'm to sure different I'm sure it's spots, enough. Right? <laughs> yeah. So make the move. So the other, and if you're worried about guessing wrong, yeah. pay up more for a more guaranteed option. Yeah. Pay up more for, well, Riley Leonard's pretty much off the table because it, it seems like his crystal ball is leaning toward Notre Dame. But pay up more for a four-star in the portal right now yeah. that comes from a big-name program. And I'll, I'll list off just three names right here. We brought up Will Rogers and Will Howard already. You just brought up Grayson McCall. And then, you know, Tyler Van Dyke, I know he's dealt with some turnover issues, but he played at Miami. Mm-hmm. He started at Miami. Like, there's going to be more guys of that caliber yeah. entering the portal as this month goes on, or I guess as December goes on. Mm-hmm. So if you want a more guaranteed option, pay more money to get it. Give yourself a chance to take all of the uncertainties off the table mm-hmm. and, and limit yourself from making a mistake. So there's a, I think there's two things outside of the actual money that concern Coach Rule with that approach. And I agree. If you can get a Will Howard who would probably be my top choice out of the portal, I think you go and do it. And you pay what it takes, and you you get it done. You pay him the 1.5, whatever it would take to get Will Howard, because he makes you better next year immediately, kind of like Coach Rule was talking about, an instant impact type guy. But I think there's two things that he worries about with the money, and I understand it. Number one, how many times have we heard him say, we want guys that really want to be here? When you introduce that level of money – it's really hard to know, does that guy want to be here because he wants to help Nebraska, because he wants to be a part of what we're doing, or does he want to be there because there's seven figures in his face? And I don't blame him if it's because he wants the seven figures in his face, but I know how careful Coach Rule is about the types of people he brings into his program, and that's not to say good guys versus bad guys. That's to say guys that genuinely really want to be at Nebraska specifically. So I think that's one thing that he worries about with that option. And maybe he just needs to get over it and be like, hey, this guy wants to be here. He's committed. Like, we'll move forward. But I think that's one thing that he's thinking about. I think another thing he's thinking about that we haven't brought up yet is I genuinely think at most positions, and we didn't really get this at quarterback this year, but at most positions, I genuinely think he wants a competition to play out. And if you pay a guy that type of money, like you said, there's no competition there. If you're paying a guy over a million dollars to play quarterback, he's going to play quarterback. Well, if you're getting somebody of, uh, of, of that caliber, caliber out of the portal, it shouldn't there, be a there's competition. There's no competition. Yes. Like, he's starting. But again, and I, everybody knows that because the other guys are developing underneath yeah. them. And I, if you're given $2 million, he's in. And that's what Nebraska just has to do. You just have to pay a guy that much money to start next year if you want to compete for a bowl game. Not just compete, if you want to make a bowl game. Yeah. That. Uh, That's the fun of the transfer portal. Doesn't technically open for like three more days, so I'm sure it's about to get even crazier. All right, coming up next, we will wrap up hour number one here on Herd Sports Radio. Hail Varsity Radio, every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio.